0: Welcome back to the Imperfect Perfectionist Podcast. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> You're being all shy and coy. Yeah, I'm a very shy person.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Bullshit. No, it's true. I just I don't like to talk. Today on the
0: podcast, we are speaking to Chris, Ailey's significant other. Yep, partner, life partner. Woohoo. <laughs> um, yeah, we, we talked to him about health today Because he has really worked um, over the past, what did he say, seven months? Yes, Eight months. I agree. February um, On um, improving his own health And um, he really talks about what that means to him And how he feels that it's improved And how, just yeah, in general how things have improved And what he has been doing to do that um, So it was really nice to speak to him today Uh, Dan Mr. Dan also our secret ninja in the background got in there and asked some questions as well which Mm -hmm. we love Um, (laughs) he's giving a really
2: I'd speak but I'm really busy
0: (laughs) blocking the sun (laughs) for Ailey need a good shade yeah Um, but yeah so we hope that you enjoy the episode yeah (laughs) (laughs)
3: Hello.
0: <laughs> <laughs> How are you today? I'm not
1: too bad, quite this warm. This table not. is filthy. Probably
3: well, because I've been eating my lunch off of it for the last week.
1: We all have been. we mm-hmm. through us all. Yeah, totally. For each of our dinners. Uh, yeah. Now your
0: turn, you eat your dinner.
3: Go one at a time.
0: Yeah. All right, well, the other one's playing with the puppy. Mm-hmm. Well, today we are, uh, we're going to talk about being healthy and, uh, Health and fitness. Yeah, and one person's perspective on that and how they do that. So we're going to interview Chris Ailey's BF slash partner. Best friend. Long-term partner. Yeah, long-term partner. Um, Promise I won't give you too many side eyes.
1: (laughs) Yeah, we're not married. We're not engaged. We're just everything but. (laughs) We have a dog together. We have a house together. We've been together. But no. No liking it, so no ring on it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, This is what I mean. I'm going to try not to give side-eye.
1: So we just need to get it all out now, because then that's it done, yeah, right? That's and then it we done. can move on. Can...
3: We can forget about this. <laughs> probably <laughs> yeah, continue. not.
1: Continue. Probably not. We'll probably keep talking about it. Yeah.
0: It's just a chance to grill you.
1: Anyways Yeah, basically this is the twist of the podcast We're not going to talk to you about health and fitness We're going to ask you all the reasons why you've not proposed to me yet No, kidding, jokes, not going to do that uh, Do you want
0: to kind of introduce yourself, Chris, a little bit? Uh, Who yes, are well, you? Where did you come
3: from? Uh, well, my name's Chris and I come from here <laughs> This is my house um, I'm Chris, I'm from Aberdeen um, I've grown up here for my entire life Not really left for any great period of time um,
1: Did you not go to Sweden? Uh,
3: We'll get back to that. (laughs) Um, I did two years of uh, a computer science course at Aberdeen Uni, decided that it wasn't for me, um, and now I just work full time. So that's me. Nice. Not entirely interesting.
1: No, not interesting at all. (laughs) You're so mean. This is why I think I should be doing the interview. (laughs) Again, I just need to get out of my system so that (laughs) no sarcastic comments come across. Mm. Oh, no, you're very interesting. There's got to be more tea than just lived in Aberdeen your whole life and now you work full time. What's your passion?
3: Um, So, I mean, right now, health and fitness is kind of my passion. That is kind of... It's where I'm putting the majority of my energy into. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. How did you get into it?
3: Um, I mean, people who kn- knew me years and years ago would have never expected... Like, I wasn't the, the sports kid at all. Um, I played football mediocrely. Um, until like second year at school, and then gave that up because sat getting up at seven o'clock in the morning to put on school uniform on a Saturday to go and play football, not a chance did
1: you have to go in your school uniform yes, we did
3: mm-hmm. um so I did that um for through primary school um and then I basically stopped um while I was at uni I did archery um which although it is a sport it 's not exactly the most strenuous sport, so
1: you build a lot of very particular muscles yeah there's archery, there's though.
3: particular kind of muscle like you build but I mean realistically it's not going to get your heart racing it's not going to I mean the idea <laughs> of it is you calm trends. down <laughs> um and you're like as relaxed as possible so mm. um yeah and then again after uni I basically stopped and didn't really do any sport at all um and then I suppose it kind of starts a couple of years ago when I started getting into American football a little bit more um and watching that and actually like that was a sport that I could kind of like, I was a bit more invested in um and obviously in the uk there's not a massive following for it so it was also something that was like well i can get involved here and it's not something that is like it's not football because i can't stand like soccer or football um i think people get paid far too much to run around and get hurt at the the very last second
0: hashtag opinionated yeah um yeah i was gonna say like people like American football people get paid a lot as well.
3: Yeah, they do, but I think. Hello, Tom Brady. The thing that I would, the point that I would make in that is that last season someone, there were two injuries that are life changing. One guy almost lost a leg. Um, his kneecap shattered and his knee popped out. Um, playing the game, and that's basically his playing life over. It's the point where he might not ever be able to walk again. Yeah. So yeah, you do get paid a lot, but there is a lot of like it's dangerous. I think that's almost. one of the
1: things when we watch football together it, and when I watch football in general like I know there's a lot of people like it but I hate the one thing I used to watch football a lot but the one thing I hated was the fake falls and yeah, the, yeah, the tactically like are I'm gonna stop fall now to give a that though now like there's like, Probably, I think in, like
3: a, there's they're making little changes but it's not enough yeah, but yeah so
1: like because like. we also you're into rugby as well mm-hmm. um, so it's like <laughs> are you into rugby <laughs> I am I love rugby
0: you
3: love the rugby players
0: excuse <laughs> me <laughs> <laughs> Be cheap. But she was at the my players. house one time when, oh, when we were doing um something budget stuff uh, and we had to like pause while the record yeah. was on because she was just like ah go 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 yeah. you did get into it We wee bit, I did. yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. Totally. um so yeah and i totally get why like football like uk football is like people get paid a lot and so do american footballers but i think that there's a lot more risk involved in it mm, Um, yeah. again last year like through no fault of anyone someone made a tackle and their head was impacted, and they broke two vertebrae in their back. Yeah. And at that point, he's now a year and a, almost a year later, being able to walk without assistance.
1: Yeah. And. Sounds scary. It, it is. It's dangerous.
3: It's not for the faint-hearted. Um. And I kind of got into that, and I was like, there is a singular team in Aberdeen for American football, and I was like, well, and I had friends who were part of it, and they played in it, and they had good fun. Um, So I was like, right, well, I kind of, I want to do that. I want to look into doing that, but I probably need to get myself in a bit better shape. Like, I've sat on a couch for five years now um, and done nothing in particular, um, so I need to make a change. And it was kind of at the point where, over this last Christmas, um, I was really not feeling healthy. Uh, Like, there were periods where not, like... Because I felt like I had a blockage or anything like that. But I was struggling to take a full breath. Mm -hmm. Um, And I I was really having to put the work in to totally fill my lungs. Mm -hmm. And I didn't want to feel that way anymore. Because I felt horrible. And I felt like I'm 25 years old. This is not the way that I should be feeling Mm -hmm. at this point in time. So I decided, right, I'm going to make a change. Me and one of the guys that played American football, we decided, right, we're going to go back to the gym. We're going to get into shape. We're going to do all of that kind of stuff. And we're going to be better like in terms of our health and fitness and we did and it got to the kind of point where it stopped being I'm going to the gym for American football and it started being I'm going to the gym because I want to go to the gym and it's turned out that I've I'm not playing American football it's Mm -hmm.
0: like like I would say and I I found this with my running when I stopped and then I've gone back to it like, it's a total mental thing as well. Like, almost like a de-stressor. Yeah. Like, if you have a tough day at work and you go home and you're like, oh, I'm going to go to the gym. Whereas maybe before you first go, it's like, oh, okay, I have to go. But now it becomes like, no, I'm really looking forward to going because...
3: I mean, Ailey will know that when I used to come back from my job, I would come back and I would be like, oh, I've had a terrible day. It's been like, I, I, there was all of these things that I wasn't happy with. um, And I would come home... And I would just rant for mm. an hour,
0: like everybody does. With like yeah, like does. yeah, stressed like out. every yeah, in every job, there's always going to be things that you don't like and things that you do like. Mm-hmm. But it's when those when you don't have an outlet for those things that yeah. don't go well. Yeah, and
3: it used to be my outlet. Used to be okay. I'm going home. There's no one at home, so I'm gonna stick on the PlayStation. I'm gonna like disappear into like whatever world and whatever game it is that I'm playing at the moment. And it's changed to you no. Know, I've had a really like I've had a day where I've not done what I wanted to do or I've not achieved things, um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go to the gym and I'm going to lift heavy stuff and I'm going to leave hurting, but I'm going to know that in the future it's going to, like, that's st- going to be somewhere st- else.
1: Is it sadistic? Is that the term? Mm, like, against yourself? A little bit masochistic,
3: maybe. Mm. Um, but, like, I know that realistically that what I'm doing, although yes, it's going to hurt in that moment, it's going to benefit me in the long but run.
0: But also, like, you're getting your endorphins, so actually while it hurts, you're, like, five minutes later it's you're a field guitar like, Yeah, like, like, it's not a... minute, yeah you're not just getting punched in the face I mean I could do that if you want <laughs> no I'm good with the gym or it might take less time relief. but I'm good with the gym I think that involves a different conversation <laughs> some sort of like communication on safe words
3: just the police I mean
0: <laughs> just you know but maybe if you liked it then you know that's a thing and people so enjoy I'm that a very different person yeah <laughs> um
1: no there's nothing against it what so has that been your motivation, do you think? Like, to begin with, is that what started you on that path?
3: Yeah, that's definitely what started me on the path. I think not feeling good and not having, like, unlike, as good as the PlayStation was, you turn it off and then everything comes back. Mm-hmm. Whereas with the gym, you go to the gym and you get everything out of your system and you feel totally different and you feel, mm-hmm. like, it, you feel really good afterwards.
0: What's the phrase from Legally Blond- Legally Blonde? about endorphins like endorphins make you happy yeah happy people don't kill people yeah it's exactly
1: that (laughs) yeah 100 percent. yeah so what keeps you motivated now to keep going obviously if that was your motivator then
3: i think now there's there's a couple of different motivations i think i have got i got really interested in the science behind it and i like you can go online and you can read more web pages than you're ever going to have time to read about this is how you get healthy this is what you should do um and it's all opinion like there's not any like it's very rare that you go on those websites and they're like look here are the studies that back this thing Mm -hmm. up it's all just I've done this for six months and I got totally ripped Mm -hmm. um and it's like cool I I don't want to know about your opinion I want to figure out exactly like how does this work how like what is the muscle response from doing these specific things so Mm -hmm. I began to like educate myself in terms of I want to be able to not look at a website and know and be like I think that's maybe that sounds about right I guess Um, and I wanted to be able to go in and read a book and like I started reading textbooks like no one has ever read a textbook outside of a university course but I actually started reading it because I was interested in cool this is the mechanics and this is the like this is the physical response that you get when you do these Mm -hmm. things um so I started doing that and now it's more about learning and um, I mean obviously there are the physical benefits like I can feel myself being better and every time I go to the gym I come out and I'm like yeah I feel a little bit better now Um my breathing is pretty much back to normal like uh, that's not a thing that I'm worried about anymore I can now run a 2k in less than 10 minutes um, and that was like like I put my mind to it and I spent two weeks just running um, before I started my workout And like I say within those two weeks I managed to get it down to that kind of time so I can f- I feel better I am learning more so there's <clears throat> that mental challenge but also physically I can see the benefits I can see where before there were no muscles there are defined muscles and it's there and I suppose now it's kind of to begin with it was like cool I want to work on like the t-shirt muscles like biceps triceps legs that kind of stuff and now it's kind of changing to do you wear
1: t-shirts on your legs uh, yeah I do
3: <laughs> Um now it's changed to cool so I've seen changes there Um, what are the next things that I want to focus on?
0: Yeah, and, like, I feel like as well, so, and this is kind of the interesting thing, you're kind of going at it from a different way, whereas Aelia and I, like, haven't been skinny all our lives, you've been pretty thin all your life, so it's, like... Scrawny. Yeah, so you have to, like, build that muscle, like, do you find that... Like, I don't... Basically, what I'm trying to say is, like, do you find that hard? But for me, I'm like, oh, lucky you, like...
1: Yeah, like, how do you cope with, obviously, like, before people go to the gym, usually to work out and lose weight that's usually people's yeah. motivator you'll yeah. find more people at, although before you would find more people at the gym trying to lose weight whereas now it's definitely turned more to a bulking yeah. and like def- definition and that kind of thing where do you kind of fit in to there?
3: Um, I would definitely say that I'm more towards the bulking end of things but I'm trying to do it quite clean so there is obviously you can go out and you can eat seven McDonald's a day and oh, that sounds great. you can put weight on you can put weight on without any problem at all but it is not conducive to it's all fat and it's all like carbohydrates and there's nothing beneficial there at all oh, okay. i think they're like it's difficult because it is before i started going to the gym i was always in the kind of thing of i've got day off i'm going to sleep in i'm going to get up at midday i'm going to have breakfast and then i'm not going to eat again until
0: dinner. dinner time oh my god
3: so that like there's no way that you can put weight on and i lived for Probably about
1: twenty five years. Well, yeah, probably about
3: ten years just doing that and not like that's not a healthy relationship with food. That's not what anyone should be doing. Um, and then when I started going to the gym, I did start eating lunches and I like I would get up at a reasonable time and then eat throughout the day. But it's still really really difficult when, um, like I I eat a lot, but I also go to the gym, so I use up a lot of that energy as well. Mm-hmm. So, so you have
0: to almost like eat more.
3: Yeah, exactly. There there are times where you're like, I am I know I should eat, but right now I'm not hungry because I ate breakfast two hours ago and I can't bear shoveling food in my face now so I can go to the gym in two hours' time because I'm going to be ill if I don't. Like, it's
1: yeah. weird because obviously the two of us, um, seeing the frustrations that come from me trying to lose weight um, and a lot of people, I think, feel and we can even testify for that me and hannah that like trying to lose weight it can be so frustrating and it's a total mental battle but actually with you trying to bulk and gain weight to make that more muscle to make yourself like bigger it is interesting seeing how frustrated you got and how similar it was
2: yeah
3: i think it's one of those kind of things i think there's obviously a lot of media in reports in terms of girls specifically but also guys who feel like they need like, anorexic, and bulimic and all these kind of things where they're forcing themselves to not eat and things like that and it's because there's a massive pressure on people to look skinny and look, look a very a specific way, way. Yeah. but I think that there are things on the opposite side of that where I mean if you think about movies and male movie stars especially at the moment if you think about like Chris Hemsworth, Chris, Chris Evans, Pratt. Chris Pratt. All of these... He's one of the...
1: Chris Pratt's one of the biggest ones because he... Old Chris Pratt was classed as, like, a chubby, like, comedic character. And now he's... what he had to do for Guardians. He's
3: shed it, he has bulked up and he is massive now. But you see all of these, like, them and you've got to remember that these are the people that a lot of young teenage boys and guys look at and they're like, that's what... That's what I should look like because that's, like... Whenever you see any other guys on t v It's like the chubby Chris Pratt, and he's the funny one, mm-hmm. um, and like the nerdy one is always like a little bit in the background as well, but like,
0: or like Sheldon or whatever yeah
3: exactly and there there are very specific male stereotypes, but it like normally the the hero character is a guy who is six foot four and built like a tank superman exactly mm-hmm. like that and obviously superhero movies have become a massive thing and I, mm-hmm. I I love superhero movies, I'm a massive fan of them, um and I'm not saying that that's a, a bad thing, but You look at the only person in those movies that's kind of normal-sized is Jeremy Renner.
1: And um, less so now, but Paul Rudd for Ant-Man. Yeah,
3: exactly. Um, So those were the two guys that were... These are the people who are (laughs) normal-sized. But you look at um, Hawkeye and Jeremy Renner and he's effectively a background character. He doesn't... He doesn't get his own movie. He doesn't get any of that kind of stuff. And you look at Ant-Man and he's the comedy relief. Mm. And there's not what... Like, he is a hero. They both are heroes, but they're not... They're not the top They're not dogs, like Thor, Captain yeah. yeah. exactly. America,
0: Batman... Like... Yeah, for somebody who doesn't know anything... About you wouldn't know who Hawkeye and I No, exactly, really but I sure as shit know who Thor is.
3: Yeah, exactly, and you know that like these are the guys that are ripped, and they have put in a heck of a lot of work for a long time to get totally. to that point.
0: And like it's not to take away from the work that they've put in, but and I think that this is the exact same for women, just kind of on the opposite end. Like it's amazing that they are able to do that. However, they also eat how many calories in a day? How many times a day do they work out? Like they're not going to work. 9 to 5, Monday to Friday, or, you know, in, in different cases, like, working shift patterns. Like, you don't have, like, you don't have the time they to also, go it's also gym. things like they get a
1: personal trainer that comes to yeah. their house and works yeah. with them and of the times, For two uh,
3: to yeah. three hours
0: a day. But, mm-hmm. but a
3: lot of those kind of, like, so the, the Marvel movies in specific, they will book them out for an entire year. Now, the filming will take six months, sure. Yeah. But that previous, that uh, six months, first of all, they're getting paid to sit in a gym with a trainer, and eat the food that's cooked for them 24-7.
0: Exactly. And it's so it's like, yeah. it's and the that's same, their job. Yeah, it's like the same thing. And again, that is their job. So that's what they're paid to do. But I think it's this like concept of showing people like this is what you're supposed to be. I'd say
1: that's more of an issue for magazines and the real life. Because I think as much as kids are looking up to Thor and Captain America and being like, oh my God, look at them, that's what I should be like. I think there is also that element of fantasy tied into it yeah. because of the story that they're interlinked but with. But if you look at even but like magazines, TV shows. it's less so. Yeah, like magazines and TV shows is less so. But I think anything that has a fantasy el- element can help detach. It's when you look at like men's health and on the front cover mm. is like uh, yeah, Chris Hemsworth like ripped. Yeah. Then they're implying that this person naturally, this is, like this is, this is healthy men. Um, and that's it. I I know that, like, obviously the influences that you get add to that, but you can argue that there is an element of fantasy that Captain America was scr- scrawny yeah. and then he got a magic injection that made him big and strong. Um, Like, that is that story. Yeah. Thor is a god. Yeah. Like, there is an element of fantasy under them, oh, yeah, so yeah, it yeah. can be detached a little bit mm-hmm. more. It's when they imply that that is that person they were born like that and yeah. they just, they grew up and that's how they look. Well, look
0: like if you look at models on a runway, right? Mm. Like you, before I feel like the, you would see like really thin guys and girls, but now you see buff, buff men and th- wafer thin girls. And so it's like, you know, while they're telling you that you need to gain weight, they're then telling us that we need to lose weight. Mm-hmm. And like, neither of those are allowing for any other body types. Yeah. Um, and there, and it's very specifically pinpointing like this is what is correct, and this is what you should look like to be attractive.
3: I think it's one of those kind of things that obviously there there is more publicity for women because it is a bigger thing in like that side of things. But there needs to be an equal kind of idea of this is what guys have to deal with as totally. well.
1: How do you, so? What was your relationship like with like your body?
3: I hated before. it. Before. I hated it. I didn't think that I looked... Like, I looked at those people and I was like, that's what I'm supposed to look like. I, like... So... You could have described me as washboard before. Like, I was... Like, my chest was totally flat. There was no definition there. I, scrawny was another way. Like, thin. Like, yeah. nothing. You, and I didn't like the way that my body looked.
1: Sorry. You didn't mean to interrupt. No, it's okay. And then did you find, like, those terms being skinny and that... How
0: did you find those... <laughs> Like is, so I guess along the lines of what you're saying is being called skinny, is that almost as offensive as being called fat?
3: I didn't find it offensive because I knew it was true. It's one of those kind of things that it's not said with like, I think when people call you fat, it's, there's very much a, you're fat and that's a negative thing. Whereas people see skinny people and they're like, oh, well, he's totally fine. Like he's skinny. That's, that's not a problem. Yeah.
1: There's not the same stigma. Yeah.
3: But there is exact like you can have exactly the same negative health effects from being probably as skinny as I was and not eating a meal a day. Because like, that's what I was doing. I was not eating a meal a day. And it wasn't a conscious thing, but that's not gonna give you enough energy and you're gonna feel more tired and like since having gone to the gym I feel more awake and I feel more alive and I've got more energy and like although I didn't take it as a personal attack, it's definitely not What I was doing before wasn't healthy.
0: Yeah. So, I guess, kind of, because I realized that we didn't do it in the beginning, I kind of wanted to hear, well, so, I want to hear what your definition of healthy is, and then, but I'm going to read the definition of healthy. And so, from our Advanced English Dictionary Thesaurus app that I have on my phone. So, the definition of health is a healthy state of well-being free from disease, and then healthy... Is defined as having or indicating good health in body or mind, free from infirm- infirmity or disease. So that's like the official definition. What is your definition?
3: I suppose my definition is me, like, I know that I'm healthy because I'm comfortable in my body and I can feel that I feel like I am physically fit and well
1: mm-hmm.
3: I don't get ill very often like I can run 2k in under 10 minutes I feel like that's probably healthy yeah but I'm not at the point like although I am healthy what I am doing is now beyond health it's making me even healthier and mm-hmm. making me a lot fitter
0: right do you include like how you, you feel mentally as well do you would of you course. include that in there
3: yeah, well? yeah yeah because I don't think I like I say I think that yeah. since starting going to the gym and feeling more positive about myself, mm-hmm. I, in that way, I'm also feeling more confident and I can... I, like, I'm happier, generally. Mm-hmm. Like, I've got more energy. I'm more awake. I'm less mm-hmm. tired. I get hungry a lot more often because I am be a lot more energy, but I feel a lot
0: better. Good. It's nice to hear that, um, in general, I think, when somebody says that. Um, what was I going to say? So what does your... Like, what does... Maybe a day or a week look like both from an eating point of view but also from a f like a fitness point of view
3: um so an eating point of view a day is fairly like to be honest it's fairly sameish um my breakfast consists of um three wheat with sugar and milk and then a probably about hundred uh mils of um high protein yogurt so like uh, it's skier effectively. Um, and
1: skewer effectively. Yeah, it is. Uh, <laughs> it is. It's, yeah. Um,
3: a banana, and then oh, um, either um, like two hundred mils of orange juice or four hundred mils of like diluting juice.
1: Side note, because I know you, but mm, then I'll, we can maybe we'll talk about it after.
3: <laughs> um, normally, with breakfast, I also uh, I take a multivitamin as well. Um, so just your standard like everyday, wanna use multivitamin? Okay. <laughs> Um, and then, um, again, lunch is a fairly, uh, where I work, there's a Boots nearby, so I get a Boots meal deal pretty much every day for lunch. Um, so that will be normally a triple sandwich, um, a packet of, uh, Pop Crisps. Um, they're they're really good. good. They are. The barbecue ones are like...
0: And they're gluten-free, like... Are they? Yeah, giving them up on keto was probably one of the biggest (laughs) things.
3: Um, so so then... A uh, protein flapjack, um, one of the greys ones. they 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 taste delicious, um, and they give you a, like there's a lot of protein in it more than anything else. And then it's normally a a bottle of Ribena, like that's my uh, lunch, <clears throat> and then in the evening it'll just be kind of whatever we're eating, um. So that can be anything from spaghetti bolognese to, um, like a homemade curry to, um, like. There's normally meat, but it's all like, there's a meat in there somewhere. And
0: you're also, you're a pretty good cook as well.
3: Yeah, I'm not too bad. (laughs) Um,
0: What's your favourite thing to cook? By not too bad, he actually is a really good cook. He's cooked for us a couple of times.
3: I am really good at cooking steak, Mm. I like to think. Mm. Um, Good steak. I enjoy cooking, um, probably anything with an asian influence i really enjoy like southeast asian food and like curries and chinese and
1: which makes it difficult because i'm not a huge fan of no asian foods. i, I of, love like, a like home cook. i love
3: like thai curries and stuff like that whereas you're not a big fan of and
1: like a spag
0: ball yeah and... i mean mm. i like
3: cooking spag ball as well but it like it's pretty easy you chuck it all on a pan and you let mm-hmm. it do its thing
0: um what did you cook the other day in the slow cooker
3: I cooked pool pork, but that was a bit of a disaster. Oh.
0: What <laughs> happened?
1: Just didn't taste good. The, oh. you put, so, it was like you put too much sugar in and then there was like you take, take a so bite, I'd it a ma- really sweet. I also made
3: it bit bar- I also made the barbecue sauce as well. Um, and okay. so the barbecue sauce didn't like there was no there wasn't the right balance in there.
0: But then you know that, and so next time I'm sure that you make it, it'll be amazing. Yeah, I mean like, it'll be better. Has your relationship with food changed as you started this journey?
3: I've become a lot more aware about what I'm putting in my face. Yeah. Um, like.
0: <laughs> Ailey's dying.
3: <laughs> it's one of those kind of things that.
0: <laughs> oh, Don't <dirty> you bit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm literally laughing at you laughing at him. Oh. <laughs> Okay, you're aware of what goes in your face, are right? you? Yeah. Yeah.
3: No, I do, like...
1: Into his body. His body is yeah. a temple. What goes into your mouth, yeah.
3: um, so Or just, you
1: know, the simple term. I'm more aware of what I'm eating. Yeah.
3: I said face, I'm sticking with it. Um,
0: Love it. So, uh, yeah, stick I, to your guns.
3: I am, I'm very much more aware of what I'm putting... Like, and what I'm eating. Um, so, it's one of those kind of things of... I... There was like there was about a month period where I didn't eat anything like I everything I ate went into my fitness pal. Yeah. So I knew okay these are the kind of things.
0: Do you find like was that helpful or did it become like obsessive? Because I go back and forth.
3: It was never uh, no it wasn't helpful, um, it wasn't. but it wasn't obsessive either. It was not helpful to me in the way of I.
1: Your I, calorie I, was so high. Yeah,
3: I like I was hitting like two and a half thousand calories a day, which is pretty like. Really high. high yeah yeah um, in fact I think at some points I was like it was I was aiming like for like 3000 3, yeah. calories um, after the exercise that I was doing 3000 calories was like the lowest that it was like you should probably be eating this um, and it was difficult like it is really difficult when you're putting away so much food and you're looking at it and you're like I still got 1000 calories to go for the day and I've eaten my main meal for the evening It's so and that's it was it's diffi-
1: must be difficult for like clean yeah. Bulking compared yeah to like, like just eat a pint of Ben and yeah, Jerry's just like, exactly. like crisps or chips yeah. like stuff that's really that doesn't stay in your like you don't feel full for long
3: yeah. um, so it's one of those kind of things where I would look. I, to be honest I was looking at it more from the nutritional side of things I wanted to know cool this this triple sandwich that I'm eating um, how does that affect like what is the components of that um, and actually I found out that around about like everything that I eat there's It's not like I don't intake a massive amount of salt. Um, I don't take, like, I was not quite hitting the right amount of protein. Um, So I've kind of, I've made a significant effort to increase the amount of protein that I'm eating. Because um, obviously that's the main driver for muscle growth and stuff like that. But it also was like, I was realizing, cool, this is a very fatty food. I probably, although it's maybe good for just a pre-gym workout meal, it's not the kind of thing that I want to eat at. 12 o'clock in the day when I'm not going to go to the gym tonight because I know I'm not going to the gym tonight um so it's just made me more aware of what I'm eating and how that affects my body Mm -hmm. okay I maybe feel full when I eat like a massive pasta but I know that realistically that's entirely useless energy
1: you said earlier that um you take a multivitamin is that something you would like recommend to people like what got you into taking vitamins
3: um So the whole vitamin thing is I alongside all of the the health and fitness stuff, I got really, so I got really into um, documentaries on Netflix and specifically the fitness ones. And there are, um, there is like CrossFit is uh, a sport, (laughs) (laughs)
1: Um,
3: CrossFit is a sport that um, is not a massively widespread sport. Effectively, the tagline is the sport of fitness and you get the fit, like I, I have no shame in saying that these are the fittest people in the world that do this sport and they are absolute machines. So I got into that and I started following a couple of that, those kind of guys on Instagram and I started listening to a couple of podcasts and everyone, like, everyone takes multivitamins and, like, the core of that is, like, just your basic A to Z kind of... has pretty much everything you need in it for the day and they all take that as a, a baseline. And I was like, well, I don't necessarily want to get into taking... Like supplements. supplements and stuff like that. There are supplements that I do take. I I take pro- I drink protein shakes after I've been at the gym, but I don't necessarily want to wake up in the morning and take a turmeric shot because that's another thing that they all do. Um, because it like you're, it cultures your cultures your gut and stuff like that. Well, it doesn't clean it. It just coconut oil helps. Yeah, exactly. And there's all these kind of things. Don't too
0: much. <laughs> um,
3: and like you can take caffeine tablets and all that kind of stuff so I didn't want to get into that side of things but I did know like okay so everyone takes these multivitamins so let's go and try doing that and I've not seen a massive change but you know
0: yeah I take yeah I take stuff as well I grew up taking multivitamins and stuff so vitamins vitamins (laughs) um yeah
1: it's one of
3: those kind of things I think multivitamins and stuff like that a lot of people do take them but I think a lot of people it's don't... one of the first things to go I think like
1: mm, when you're looking at like self-care and yeah.
3: stuff. because realistically I've not seen a massive change but I know that internally my body's probably just taken over a little bit better
0: but you could just be things like your skin and mm-hmm. like yeah. like general like, I always take gluten. vitamin D just because we don't get a lot here yeah. we don't and I work but it's sunny yeah today. like I don't even really have a window where I work yeah. so um so then what so we've talked about food what do you do in a week for fitness and then can you kind of talk through again like what a day would be like
3: um it's probably easier to talk about a week in terms of fitness because um i don't go to the gym every day that's Mm -hmm. not a thing i walk to work pretty much every day that's unless the two of us happen to be working similar kind of shifts um
1: i drive you
3: drive (laughs) but 90 percent of the time i walk to work yeah um so, I walk to work, I walk back from work generally as well. Um, and like, that's a, basically, that, that gets me at least an hour of exercise pretty much every day that I'm working. Um, in terms of the gym, let's say I go three times a, ch- a week. Um, sometimes four, it de- just depends on kind of how I feel um, and whether I've got the time. And normally we I split those days into um, shoulders and arms, chest and back and legs um and like i say i go three times a week normally every session starts with a little bit of cardio um there was a time after i'd done the 2k in 10 minutes i was like okay i like i'm gonna cut cardio out a little bit because obviously the the danger with where i am i'm looking at bulking up and building muscle and the danger with a lot of cardio is that you just burn the energy that you're gonna use at the gym um and it burns like Muscles and stuff like that, so I didn't want to do that, so I cut it out for a couple of weeks. And actually, felt like okay, no, I'm not feeling as good, so I'm adding it back in again. Um, and then normally, I spend about an hour and a half to two hours at the gym when I'm there.
1: yep I have to wait ages for my dinner because you go in the evening,
3: yeah. Eve, I've also like I have found that I perform better later on in the day, so there are studies out there that have kind of proven that people will like. Depending on what kind of person you are, some people will benefit from working out in the morning um, and they get better results from the morning. Some people will benefit from doing it later on in the day, like afternoon, evening kind of time.
0: I think you have to go like when you're motivated. So if you, you know, because I tend to get up early in the morning, I think, and I like to do that. It's easier for me to get up and go. Maybe not right now because I work at seven, so I'm not going to work out before that. But like, if I was working out at nine, I would probably keep my routine and still get up at the same time and do my workout then because I don't find like when I come home, I'm like I just want to be home. Like I just want to put my comfies on. I want to watch TV. I want to nuggle Rollo. I also have to take him for a walk, so it's like I don't then want to go out again, um, and I find that really challenging. But mm-hmm. it, that's kind of how it's been because because I work at seven, I'm not going for a run like
3: that. That was one of the challenging things. Like I like. It is difficult when you get home and you sit down and you're like, oh, cool, I'm comfortable now. I don't want to go to the gym. But I find that what helped with that was that I had was going with someone. Yeah. And we had said, cool, we're going to go to the gym tonight. And regardless of whether you got home an hour before you were going to the gym or five minutes before you were going to the gym, you had agreed with someone to meet them in a place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then it gives you that. It's the same as, like, that's the only reason that I would see someone paying a personal trainer because you can find all of this kind of stuff online you can sign up for programmes online but the only reason that a lot of people need a personal trainer is because they need them. Mo- they've paid m- money for someone to be there at a specific time to look at them, do stuff.
0: Mhm. Yeah, you've paid for a time, so you're not going to then be like, oh, I can't be bothered. Let's just exactly. go because you paid for it. Mhm. Yeah, I think what well, Ali and I have talked about like kind of like in terms of what's motivated us and stuff, and like for me, for running, it was having like a run or like a like a. Race quote unquote, like a 10k or something that I've signed up for that I'm working towards. So, like when I was doing my half marathon, I would go for runs even when I wouldn't want to because I was like, I don't want to look like a fool, I want to be able to run that whole thing when I do it. So, I have to do this run. Um, but you, whereas you are different, like you want to do like a challenge where at the end of the challenge,
1: yeah, well, I did read January, which for Mm -hmm. people who don't know is for mind. Um, the mental health charity which the whole idea of it is that you run every day in January so R-E-D, you run every day, red, January, there we go Um, but they talk a lot about how, and you can maybe expand on this a wee bit Chris, about how getting, even just like the, the idea of it was that you, even if you go out for a walk there was no, there was no like set limit, there was no set time a day you didn't have to hit 5k by the end of it the idea is that you went out and you did either a walk, a run or a jog at some point, every single day in January, to help your mental health, to get people out of their house, to get them some fresh air, clear your mind, that kind of stuff. Um, which I I would say that by the end of it, I did. I felt like it was a way of, like it it was almost like a, if you felt like shite for not doing anything for the day, I then did something and that made me feel better.
0: But that motivated you. Yeah, I
1: did it every day, which I think a lot of people were surprised by, because it was January, which meant in Aberdeen and in Scotland snow. in general there was snow. It was very cold. It was icy. But I actually. Yeah. I ran in minus fifteen. When True. I was in Canada. <laughs> True. Um, but yeah, I still like that's like I've got three like it's my birthday your birthday in January, right. my birthday in January, my sister both of my sisters' birthdays are in yeah. January. So like even New Year's Day, like first day, we went out and went for a run. Yeah.
0: Um but But yeah, but I think I guess that's the whole thing is you have to find the thing that motivates you and stick to that. And so, like in a sense, like I'm actually quite jealous of you because you are so like motivated mm. to do it, but you like you don't almost like have an end goal. You're like, well, this is like roughly where I want to be, but you're not like doing that. Whereas I can never do that. Like I have to have something really structured in place. What does motivate you when you go? Like, is there times where you're like, I really don't see?
1: I know we kind of spoke about it earlier, but like, how do you like it... without having something that you're like, you're not got a picture. of You don't know what you're gonna look like. You've never like you say you've never been bulky it's similar to like me and Hannah we've never been slim so like to picture that in your head is almost like for me it's impossible to think what I'd look like slim I just know I want to be slimmer and you know you want to be bigger but how do you cope when you're maybe not seeing that progression as quickly or that you've had a really a couple of weeks where you've not gone or you've not felt as motivated how do you kind of get back into it because it's been about a year is not it More than, um,
3: it was February that it started like this year this year yeah um it feels like ages yeah I The thing that I know is that this isn't going to be a quick change. Like, all of the stuff that I'm doing is, like, it's long-term. Like, I know that I'm not going to, like, I've seen little changes and, like, my biceps have got bigger and there are muscles that have got bigger and I can see that but I know that realistically I just want to be able to, like, keep, pushing myself Mm -hmm. it's not a this is my target it's i don't want there to be a target i want to just keep getting better and keep improving
0: for you you do a lot of weights don't you yeah
3: the majority of the workout is like so it's
0: almost like built in
1: yeah seeing your improvement yeah and then yeah so like you're like for example you could be like i want to lift 70 kilos yeah
3: you put two extra kilos on every time or whatever you do and i think the thing at the moment is that i can like i do things and i see like there are things which I've not improved on in a long time and it like I know that physically I am getting better at it because it's not as difficult but it's that next weight that I'm just like okay this is where it's harder again and it's that overcoming those little small things um, and I can see myself getting better at them so it's that's where the the motivation is kind of coming from at the moment. I mean realistically I would love to get to the point where I could compete and crossfit and stuff like that but I know that that is that's a full-time job in itself so well you
1: never know um hannah obviously does keto which we're going to speak about in our next episode um what is your kind of take on like the diet culture and dieting and not even just for losing weight for bulkings i know that within crossfit they do a lot of there's a a variety of things you can do
3: yeah i mean um they don't really do keto but they do paleo which is kind of an offshoot of it it's similar so it's basically like you eat in the same kind of way that someone from like uh, original humans would have eaten, so like it's the Paleolithic. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean realistically, I your traditional kind of diets I have an issue with. Okay. I would say, I.
1: What do you mean by traditional diets? Like
3: I'm gonna go on a diet for six weeks so I can go on holiday and I think like I can look better
1: oh yeah like the beach body yeah exactly
3: and like or I dislike the word diet because I don't think diet should be Mm -hmm. a thing that people do I think you should make small changes over time to your lifestyle in general and then those slow change those small changes that you're making are positive changes so Mm -hmm. for example I have cut out chips i basically don't eat chips anymore i eat sweet potato fries more often than not because they're i think they taste better they're healthier and you can stick them in the oven and you can bake them and there's not like there's no grease in there really at all um and it's these little changes and you can instead of having that packet of crisps you can eat an apple or you can eat a banana or you can eat some kind of healthy like one of the graze boxes because they're all like They're all fairly healthy. Like, Mm -hmm. there are the ones that are just chocolate, like, and that's it. But there are ones that are healthy. So I think that the diet culture needs to change and it needs to be more like, no, you need to make a change in your lifestyle Mm -hmm. and see that when you'll begin to see the results on that. And be that cutting down on portion sizes. Start that to begin with. Like, you don't want to give up food, so... Instead of having three packets of crisps, have two packets of crisps a day.
1: Would you ever take part in any of the um, lifestyles, like paleo, keto, that kind of stuff?
3: I'd like to try it. I'd like to try paleo, but it is not an easy thing to do Mm -hmm. when you're working. Like, it's difficult, and it's like it's really quite limiting in what you can eat like there are a lot of things you can eat but there are also things like you don't even think about like you can't eat like you can't flour entirely so anything that's got flour in it or on it or anything that's had any kind of ground like pulse or seed or anything like that is like the window like pasta gone rice gone noodles gone all of basically you don't eat carbohydrates at all um and that's the you don't eat really your difficult. standard carbs. Things yeah. like
1: other Yeah, I mean you can carbs. still eat potatoes
3: and stuff like that, but you're like what we think of as carbs nowadays in terms of a massive bowl of pasta mm-hmm. or a mm-hmm. loaf of bread are no-go areas. So it's difficult to do like without fully committing, it's really difficult to do. I think. I'd like to try it, but
0: Yeah, it's kind of well, like obviously paleo is slightly different <laughs> from keto, they do cross over. Um but yeah, for sure it's um it takes a lot of effort and time and organization to do them. Mm -hmm. Um, I've had friends who do paleo, and it's not, um, yeah, it's one of those things where you have to, like, think about so much stuff. So if you're already thinking about working out, and then you also are thinking about everything you're eating, it can just be a lot.
1: Mm -hmm. What would you say to someone who was looking to, like, get started and live a, like, go to the gym more
2: I
3: would say that everyone should do it. Um I think that especially in well I've seen it in the UK but um like you said I was I spent 3 weeks in Sweden last year and those 3 weeks changed the way that I looked and dealt with being healthy and being fit because mm-hmm. in the UK um how often do you go to work and you hear someone be like oh I went to the gym yesterday. Um, and it's the first time that they've done it in a month. And they're probably not gonna go and do it again that month. And they come in and they, they want praise from people because they're like, I went to the gym. I feel like I did this thing and, and you should all be proud of me. Whereas I was I was in Sweden three weeks for work. So I did exactly the same thing that I did do here, there. And it was people were coming in or people were saying during their shifts, like, Oh, I'm uh, I'm finished at this time and then I'm going to, there's a local half marathon on and I'm just going to go and run a half marathon. So you've done a full eight hour day and then you're going away and you're running a half marathon. And it's not like a, look at me, I'm going to go and run a half marathon. It's a, yeah, it's it's on. I'm, I've got the time, I'm going to go and do it. And people would cycle to work and they would go to the gym on their lunch break and they would come back and it would be as if nothing had happened. And... In the UK, I think we feel like we're entitled to praise when we do these healthy things. Whereas realistically, all we're doing is prolonging our lives and living a healthier lifestyle. Mm. So I would say that everyone should be a little bit more conscious in terms of what am I eating? What kind of exercise am I doing? And really, is it enough? Because the answer is probably gonna be no. I think the majority of people would probably, when they actually look at it, be like, no, I probably don't. Yeah. Um, and I think that is a thing that we need to change in the UK, and we really need to change that quickly because you can, like, you have a look at the number of people nowadays that are that suffer from preventable illnesses and, like,
1: so even things like what were you saying the other day about, um, like, DVT and strokes and blood clots and why you should move around on a plane.
3: So the reason that um, you get deep vein thrombosis is because effectively your muscles play a part in pushing blood back through to the rest of your body. So you're, like, your heart beats and that pushes the blood away from the heart to the extremities. And then the re- the way that the blood gets back into your core is that your muscles will systematically contract around the blood vessels and push it further. So when you sit on a plane for 12 hours and you've not moved, your muscles kind of go, okay, cool, we're, we're going to relax and we don't really need to do anything. So they also don't perform as well when they're pushing that blood back to the rest of your body. And that's that's how things like DVT happens because
1: yeah.
3: it's like your blood all pools in one area and then you have problems in the rest of your body.
1: That's what I was thinking. Like, see so when I um, did nursing and we were looking at anatomy, I, it this the other day is that like, I think if you explain to people what each step of the a health journey looks like and how things like stroke, um, heart attacks, dementia can all actually be maybe not prevented but like your likelihood will be reduced if you do things like working out and eating healthily because people think oh well cholesterol yeah I know I need to keep it low I know I need to eat not, not so much fat but the reason for that is because if cholesterol builds up in your veins and blocks you, event, your blood will naturally clot in one area when they manage to clot enough that it breaks through the cholesterol wall that it's built that's when that clot travels around your body And it goes into your heart or goes into your um, brain. brain. And then if it's small ones, you get something like dementia, for example, like vascular dementia. If it's a big one, you get a stroke in your brain or you get a heart heart attack. But what people, I think when they're like, oh, yeah, strokes, heart attacks, those are bad things and I don't need to eat healthy because of that. It's like, well, actually, the reason that you don't eat as much fat is because if this happens and this, like, yeah. once people understand, that, like, oh, so that's why I'm not meant to eat so much fat because I don't want to have a blockage in my vein which causes a blood clot which then travels through my body. Like, they just think, like, oh, yeah, I know, that's fine. But actually breaking it down to the biology of it, which might be boring for some people, but I think that can be a huge...
3: One of the craziest things i've learned since started doing this is that diabetes type 2 diabetes is the kind of thing that people can cure themselves with through fitness and through eating better there are people out there who have had type 2 diabetes and have been on the insulin and have been doing all that kind of stuff and through a healthy diet and a health like a fitness regime they go back to their doctors later on and the doctors have told them you don't need to do that anymore you are cured and that's that's the kind of thing that yeah. nowadays people see, deme- uh, see diabetes and they're like, oh, well, that's that.
1: Mm-hmm. Never going to be
3: able to fix that. But it's not yeah, that's not Yeah, just take my
1: medication and that's it. So much reliant on just that it's an inherent fault within your genes as opposed to it being yeah. actually mm-hmm. what can I do to fix this?
3: And um, the other kind of thing is that um, weightlifting is beneficial to people of all ages um there is not a point where you should there's not an age you get to where you should be like i'm going to i should stop lifting heavy things because it's going to do me do, more harm than good because again it's been proven that doing weightlifting and doing things like squats and lifting like deadlifts and all these kind of things it actually improves your joint health and it improves all of those kind of things so you will be more mobile for longer if you keep doing these things until you are 80, 90 okay. You maybe have to drop the weight a little bit because you're not as physically strong, but your body yeah, will your be Yeah, your muscles naturally
1: front. just like disintegrate for lack of a better yeah. word. Degrade, <laughs> but you can degrade. Thank you, but you can not disintegrate. <laughs> Bleach, um, yeah, but you can still do the same movement and it'll yeah. still work the same muscles yeah. and joints.
3: Yeah, exactly. Um, and like I say, I follow a lot of the kind of CrossFit people, and. Um, there's a lot of stuff on there where you see them doing work with the elderly and it's like it's Mm -hmm. stuff like this person came in and they couldn't get up off the floor without help and now they can like they can safely do burpees and they can do all of these kind of things and that's what's brilliant about fitness is that you can scale it and you can make it right for each individual person and Mm -hmm. it can be tailored to them to do exactly what they need it to do Um, and that's a thing that like you can't tailor playing football like no you like an 80 year old could do that but like you couldn't have an 80 year old and a 20 year old playing in the same game whereas you can open a the door to a gym and you could let literally everyone in and they would all be able to do things with the same equipment Mm
1: -hmm.
0: yeah I think well it's interesting so like when you're talking about it like my parents for example my parents are 72 I never yeah um yeah yeah they are and they are 70s <laughs> yeah um and they are still super super active um and like even best parents they're younger than my parents but like they're super active and so you wouldn't know that like or it's not that you wouldn't know but like people are always like oh really your parents are like 70 I'm like yeah but they like go to the gym every day they you know they walk all the time and it's like maybe they don't lift but like mm, actually my dad doesn't mm, mm, kind of just some ways but you know what I mean like they do a lot of classes and even that like that's what's keeping them healthy and I think it's you know being young and fit is not about or sorry fitness is not about being young and yeah. like cool and hip it's like this is a whole lifestyle thing that you have to be doing yeah do you
1: have an idea of how you want like how you want to look um
3: yeah Uh, not a concrete one like it changes every so often and like like just now like there are different things that i'm focusing on because that so there are going to be certain muscles that i might work a little bit more just now because everything's kind of like there's been changes in places and not changes in other places so I think it'll probably just be, it'll probably be quite natural that I'll get to a point where I'm like, cool, I, I like the way that I look, mm-hmm. and then it's just a case of maintaining it, really, yeah, totally. like. But realistically, it's it's less about the like how I look and more as long as I keep going and I'm like I mm-hmm. keep want, I want to keep lifting some more weight here. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna keep going in that time. And Can so this
0: is my question because. Um... I'm sure I'll talk about this with my running, but, like, I almost kind of got to a point where it was an obsession. So how do you keep it so it's not an obsession? Yeah, like, detach yourself almost from it.
3: Um, I think that I know that I also have to have a healthy balance in the rest of my life. Um, I know that it can't just be I go to the gym seven nights a week because it's not sustainable, um, for my body and also for, like, you as, my relationships yeah,
0: yeah. and... Like, your you know, life and you as a couple and... yeah. yeah. Yeah, I hate it when you go
1: three times a week and I'm like, why are you leaving me? Because you have another boyfriend that you go to the gym with, <laughs> don't you? Um,
3: yes, apparently he does. So. Um, Kev,
1: Kev, if you're listening, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know it.
3: Um, the other kind of, like... He does. <laughs> the other thing is that I think that I kind of want to get to the point where I would, like, like to kind of encourage people to go to the gym Mm -hmm. like because i i have seen such a positive change in me and i'm sure that you'll be able to agree you've seen like changes in me that are positive Mm -hmm. as well um that at this point i now know that cool this is this is something that's kind of worthwhile and it's not just like a i really like going to the gym because i like going to the gym it's like I think going to the gym is the right thing to do and I think everyone should be doing it.
1: Yeah, because I think like we have gone through phases as everybody does where you go to the gym for a couple of months because you're really motivated and then you kind of stop and then you're yeah. like oh, I'm still paying for a gym membership and I've not been to the gym in six months. Yeah. And a year like, and a half. Yeah, so. and then that's kind of like where you've done it for solidly for...
3: Seven months now. Mm-hmm. And I took a bit of time off. Like I went on holiday and I took two weeks off, but I went back, yeah, went I think that's the thing now. is, like
0: how do you that for me, I really struggle like when I take time off or if I take a holiday, like I actually feel really guilty about not going, and that's I guess where my like obsession comes from mm-hmm. it. so it's like how do you do- have gym guilt
3: sometimes um, I've been twice in like I've been two times every week for the last like two or three weeks, um and I know that that's not good enough, like. Not for anyone, but for me personally. Like I, I hold myself to a higher standard than that. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, I should really have gone that extra, that extra time. And sometimes it is difficult to like juggle doing it three ta- even three times a week, and also having other like plans with other people. And mm-hmm. um, it's not easy. But it's one of those kind of things that I'm now looking at it like almost like work, where I'm like, I have, I have to schedule it in for mm-hmm. this time, and I have to go then. And yeah, sometimes it is difficult. Sometimes I do get home, and I'm like. I can't be bothered. I can't just I'm going to sit here and I'll go tomorrow and I'll I'll work it I'll figure it out. Like um normally on days off I try not to go because it's a day off and I can give my body a day off and it's a good thing that after work I can do it but there are days where I'm just like oh, I've not gone I've I've not hit I'm not going to hit three times this week unless I go on my day off. So I'm going to go on my day off and normally I go on my own at those times. Um and I do slightly longer workouts because I can it's not I'm not going to get to 10 o'clock at night and be totally shattered and still have to come home and have food, cook food. Um, but it's one of those kind of things that I have to fit it in somewhere. So
1: mm-hmm.
3: you've almost got to be quite militant in that in that regard.
1: It's quite a mind over matter situation then, because like, everyone could sit here and be like, oh yeah, I know I've got to go three or four times a week, but actually holding yourself to that and saying, well, no, actually I do need to go.
3: I think the mental side of things is the, the biggest reason that people either don't go to the gym or don't keep the gym up or do go oh yeah or do go like it's you like you can't no one else can uh, can tell you to go to the gym because it's not going to be right like I can't say you should go to the gym to lose weight because unless you're totally bought in on it then you're never going to do it unless you want to to do those things you're not going to do it but yeah at the same time I think there's a lot of stigma around the gym like i i've been to gyms where you walk in and everyone in it looks at you and they're like what's this guy doing here like there are places like that but the majority of places like i would say that in the majority of places 90 percent of people in that gym don't give a shit
1: i also think like because i I, when i go to the gym (laughs) i do honestly swear um (laughs) i usually go with my friend burr um and she's a very different body type to me. She is, like, as tall, a little bit smaller than you, yeah. but fairly tall, taller than me, and is slim, like, she's looking after her body. She's not, like, stick-thin, but she's not, like, really bit. Yeah. Built. bit built, built. Built. Buff. Built. 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 Um, but I think a lot of it is also just your own mental, like getting over that, like getting over the fact that actually, you know what, nobody's probably looking at you. Like yeah. just go in that, there and do your own that's thing. That's
3: the thing, like yeah. I said, so I, I kinda, I had to think about it cause I knew I was coming on and I was like, so when you, the, specifically the gym that I go to, um, it's a pure gym, so it's nothing fancy. You walk in and I would say, like I say, 90% of the people that are there don't give a crap. Like they're there for exactly the same reason that you are. um of the remaining 10%, 5% of them are probably, like, people that will look over and they'll see you do something, they'll be like, I don't care, like, it's not my place, it's not, like, that person's not doing that right or they're not doing it efficiently, but I'm not gonna go and, like, I'm not gonna talk to them about that. 3% of the remaining 5% are your personal trainers who will stand there and be like, that person's not doing it right, but they're not paying me, so I don't care you've got 2% of people who will be looking at you and judging you. Yeah. 1% of them will be the arseholes who are there and they're like, hmm, what's that guy doing? He's stick thing. Or, oh God, that, that person's really, really fat. What, like, they're not doing anything. And there's going to be 1% of the population out there is probably arseholes. Um, and you can never, you can't bypass that. But the other 1% are people who are going to be stood there. And I've seen it and I've had people come over to me and they like they're stood there and they're watching you and they're like, that's either not safe there are better ways to do that or there are better exercises to do that and they'll come over and they'll tell you and it won't be out of look at me I know more than you it's a I want to help you're here at the gym I'm here at the gym I know a little bit more I'm, I've am i been coming for two years you've been here for 30 days here's something that I'm going to show you and they are the only people that are going to come over and talk to you I
1: think the thing is we also have to accept that we as a society do judge like yeah. I, I wouldn't feel fair if i sat here and was like oh yeah like everyone looks at me like well i look at other people as well like I, I will make snapshot judgments of people and i guess it's that thing as well of like you've got to just kind of take you know like the reason that we're probably skeptical of going ourselves is because we do that yeah. to other people like i i've seen people when i went to um a gym of the pool where a guy went and he was rather large. <laughs> um, and I made that judgment of like, why is he coming to the gym? But then you've got
0: to think, Well, you yeah, know, at least they're doing something. Yeah, I don't I'm exactly the same, but I have now I've worked on changing my thinking of like shit, like if they're coming here and doing it then like yeah, so they're. He's like, managing good on to them. swim
1: for ten times as long yeah, as I was. Like, I'd be sitting in them. the hot tub like You were setting the example for me. Yeah, like so, I'd sit in the hot tub and watch him and be like, Wow, <laughs> he's managed to swim like I, like 50 more lengths than I was able to yeah. why am I judging him yeah,
0: so
3: that's one of the things that I've learned from everything that I've looked at in terms of like goal setting and personal best is that you you can't judge yourself against anyone other than yourself mm-hmm. because that like mainly for the fact that you shouldn't judge yourself against yourself like if I go to the gym at six o'clock I can't judge myself against Chris that goes to the gym at nine o'clock in the morning because we are totally different people, and like mm-hmm. I say, I don't perform as well in the morning as I do in the afternoon, so I can realistically the the best i I can't judge myself against that other person that's lifting a lot more because I don't know how their body responds to don't stress, it, or... don't know how long they've done it because again, there are people who are more their their bodies are more like tilted towards being fit and being healthy and being able to grow muscle it owes them to being fit and being like building more muscle running faster running longer jumping higher and that's where you see all of these athletes um who are the best at the best of what they do but you've got like so at that point you can't judge yourself like i can't judge myself against the fittest people in the world i can't judge myself against the crossfit athletes yeah but i can judge myself against what did i do at this specific exercise last week
0: Mm -hmm. because
3: like i say Last week at nine a.m. is not going to be the same as this week at six p.m., but it's the nearest that I can get, and it's the best judge that I can do.
1: Anything? I can't think of anything to ask
0: you. So is there anything, or anybody else wants to ask or add? Dan. Well, uh, okay, you no. Know, I have a question for you, and now I'm going to put you on the spot. You are also a very tall, slimmer guy. Do you feel more similar to Chris? Like, do you feel the pressure from media to like bulk up and? no (laughs) awesome thank Um, you
2: (laughs) (laughs) but why um i personally don't feel the pressure because um i find myself in quite a forced position where i don't need to be ultra aware all the time of what i'm eating um and i i don't put on weight um like i was when i was studying in glasgow for two years at uni i ate nothing but shite and i didn't exercise other than like the 20 minute walk to and from uni um, and over that two-year period, I only put on, like, it wasn't even a stone. Um, and it kind of... I put a
0: stone on in a week!
2: <laughs> um, but it, it, like, it came off quite quickly. Um, so it's not so much, like, the, like, socially popular people that, like, try and force this image. I do, like, disagree very strongly with yeah. the idea of, like, size zero models and, mm-hmm. like, how you need to, like basically not eat anything to like look beautiful. I disagree um, entirely on every level with that. But, um, yeah, I, I think that like, um, health comes from how you feel within, um, you need to be true to yourself. Like you could be eating shit. think you feel great, but like deep down you feel like shit because all you eat is shit. Um, I know that when I go to the gym, I don't like, I go swimming more than go to the gym. Um, but when I come out the pool, um, I feel a lot better about myself. But also makes me like want to eat better because like I like this feeling. Um, I want to do more so more good things so I can like have this feeling yeah, for a longer totally. period
0: of time. Yeah. Anyways, no, I was just curious, like from some people who have like s- more similar body types and very different body types <laughs> from us, like what your opinion was on it. Do you anything you want to add, as I finish?
3: Um, I would say if anyone has ever considered going to the gym or is considering going to the gym, give it a shot, like sign up for like the pure gym membership is like, you can cancel at any time. So join for a month, spend a month going to the gym and just see how you feel. Um, it's like 20 pounds at the most, like Mm -hmm. take one of the takeaways that you were going to eat that month, put it into a gym membership for literally a month and just see how much of a benefit you feel afterwards.
0: I think as well, like also what you've done, like all the research you've done is free. Yeah. Like there's apps out there. Like, I'm, don't get me wrong. I think going to the gym is a really good thing. But for somebody who's maybe not like want to build up to that, there are some really great apps as well. So what apps do you use?
3: Um, the only I don't use any like um, do these workouts and yeah. stuff like that. I use an app called Strong, which um, is just basically a tracker. Cool. So I put in what I'm lifting. I put in how many reps and I put in the sets and that's it. Yeah.
0: So, like, other apps that I know that I've used and you use, like, so Nike Training Club is a really good one. That's free. That will give you workouts that you can do not at or, like, not at the gym. It'll give you ones that you can do at the gym. You can do ones that you can do at home. Um, What else? Like, even just going outside, like you said, like, going for a walk, doing push-ups in the back garden, doing squats, like, it's good. Absolutely. Going to the gym, like you said, I think is super relevant, but, like, I'm sure, like, you would say, like, if you can do nothing else. do something at
1: home even like when i did red january like just go out for a walk like i literally ran up the street like i say ran jogged up the street walked across the back and then jogged back down Mm -hmm. and that was enough like where i was like cool i've done something today um i think for a lot of men anything
3: that gets your heart pumping is a good thing to be Mm -hmm. doing
0: Mm -hmm. run up the stairs take the stairs instead of the elevator take Mm -hmm. part further away
2: I use podcasts as a great medium yeah. to measure time.
0: yeah um,
2: yep. So I, I, I like, I love going for a walk. So I go for like a four mile walk. I try and do it like once a week, but I'll just listen to the podcast. And that does me like, according to my Apple Watch, like 350, 400 calories, like active calories, um, not including resting as
1: well. so I love um, to keep my resting. and like, <laughs> look how much work I've done sitting down. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: I. This is going to be really, like, TMI, but I always want to wear my watch during sex to see how many calories that I burn. Oh, I've done that. <laughs> how many calories did you burn? I feel like it's never as, as many as you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're like, oh, look. Oh, no, that made no fucking
3: difference. <laughs> that didn't even register as an exercise. I what also just,
2: like,
0: don't Let's want to do that not... where you're, like, it's, like, 11 o'clock at night and you're like, Hannah's hey, finished a workout and you're like, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's,
2: that's the one that says other.
1: <laughs> <isn't> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Oh I'm so gonna do And that then again. you have that awkward like <laughs>
0: Did we what's up? <laughs> I thought I went harder than that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I
2: have a I have a small side note. What are your opinion on what is your opinion on like bodybuilders? Is there a, Is there a threshold where it stops becoming like healthy and starts becoming like entertainment type
3: medium Um, i mean there there is yes i i get like i think the thing with a lot of bodybuilders is that they put their bodies through quite a lot of stress so obviously like they will do the similar kind of thing that i'm doing just now where they will bulk heavily for six months leading up to a competition and then they get to like three weeks before and they stop eating entirely and they work out non-stop so it like your body isn't used to doing that massive kind of dead stops shift to i'm getting lots and lots of food and i need it all and i'm feeling fulfilled to i'm not getting enough food so i'm going to burn literally all the fat that i've got to be like and the only purpose is to look physically impressive so it's not going to be healthy in terms of your body's own like equilibrium almost Mm. and but also you find that with those kind of industries you do find more Substances that probably aren't gonna be beneficial to <laughs> yeah. to the human body,
2: yeah totally cool yeah that's
0: uh I agree with that i I just don't think bodybuilders look good, and like
3: like I say, that's the thing that in those situations they are like that for a day, and the yeah. next day like they they plan to the point of like right, I know that this is the amount of time that it'll get me to lose this weight, and as if i if I push it any further, my muscle will start degrading, so they like they plan it into like the the millisecond of this is when I'm going to be on stage for this amount of time and I want myself to look best at this point. And like I say, it's not healthy and it's not mm. conducive.
0: Mm. Cool. Awesome. Thank you so much. That's been so informative um, and just really interesting to listen to. It's not a problem. You were all right. Talked a bit much. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Thanks so much. Thanks, Chris. Bye. <laughs>